right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. All right, we back. The Brother yeah, Sean episode. <laughs> long awaited, long overdue. Uh, we had to take a couple weeks off just to prepare um, physically, mentally, emotionally. I, I, it, we didn't have to prepare what we want to talk about because we've mm-hmm. talked about this man many a time. National um, treasure. National treasure. I, I would argue international treasure as well. Um, I, I'd I say I, worldwide. I think I'm being selfish because I don't want to share him with the world. Yeah, but we all know what he what, what home really is. The, the mayor of the town. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, he's even adopted people into the town. This is <laughs> the episode that everyone has known has been coming because we haven't really hit it at all. We've been mentioning it pretty much every single time. Um, it's not the Rick Barry episode, though we had an excellent conversation about the greatness of Rick Barry, uh, which we will go over at some point. One of the but most underrated episode, great players ever. Speaking of underrated great players, because I think this guy falls into that list at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, one Marshawn Lynch. Y'all know why we here. Beast mode appreciation episode. You know what's going down. Shout out to the man, the legend, somebody who I think should go up for cantonization. I'm not sure if they still do that nowadays, but John Paul II got it. He's the last one, I think. I think Marshawn Lynch will look superior in some stained glass windows. Saint Especially Marshawn. if he has the gold teeth. I, I like St. Marshawn. Like, it's... There's... We're gonna we're gonna not just off the rip. We're not gonna do him justice, no matter how much and how great we talk about him, because in our eyes, he's just that great of a person. Like he's he's we love Marshawn Lynch the same way white people over fifty love Ronald Reagan. That that's fair. I I was just gonna say we love Marshawn Lynch the way Marshawn Lynch loves everyone in his life. It appears. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say like we love Marshawn Lynch. As much as Arizona State loves STDs, that, that's a pretty high rate of love. Yeah, like it's wild. Like Marshawn Lynch, yeah, Marshawn Lynch to us is on a level higher than most most people in our actual lives. Like we like the way we appreciate Marshawn Lynch, and I think that, and I still don't think he gets enough appreciation. And I think people mm-hmm. actually love Marshawn, but I don't. I still don't think Marshawn Lynch gets what he deserves when it comes to the love and admiration of the the world of sports. Like, I think that people, we're going to talk about all of this, but I think that people love the sound bites. People love how hard he played. People love, like, the personality of Marshawn. But I think that the humanity part is something that we should definitely touch on because that man, is a he's a different kind of guy, man. Different kind of guy. So where, where would you like to start, Ivan? Because I can start anywhere. Oh, where would I want to start? Um, oh, I got, I got you. When did yeah. you first hear about Marshawn Lynch? Uh, I mean, he was still in Buffalo because okay. he was in the division for me. Okay. I mean, like he was like the backup at that point. It was uh, still was Fred Willie Jackson. McGinnis? Uh, Willis McGahey, maybe. Yeah, Willis McGahey. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Was it? Shout out to the U. But it may have been Fred Jackson. Let me pull it up. Um, because I think McGahey may have been gone. I could be wrong. Um. I still remember McGahee's knee getting torn off his leg. I still remember yeah. seeing that live in person. And I was in, I was at St. Joe's. <laughs> I think it was my freshman year <laughs> or something close to it. That was disgusting. Yeah, no, it was Fred Jackson um, because 
I, I just remember because he was in that 07 draft class, which was immensely stacked with people that I hope Calvin Johnson gets remembered for as great as he was. I'm he worried because he has an amazing nickname. When you got an amazing nickname, it's hard to forget. That's true. It's just like That's I feel like people re- will want to discredit him because oh, yeah, he played for, for a bad sure. team. But at the same time, that gives him, I think, more credit in my head because he got triple covered on every play. Yeah, yeah. And that's why Rick Barry doesn't get the the remembrance that he deserves because he didn't have a cool nickname. Yeah. I, but, yeah, Marshawn Lynch um, threw a pass that year. Didn't know that. Threw a touchdown pass his rookie year. Um, I may argue he was the best quarterback on his team. Um, wait, 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 wait. That had J.P. Lossman, didn't it? That was one of them, yep. He played eight <laughs> games. Do you want to try and get the other one? Was it uh, our J.P. Lossman? Because I remember they had like three extremely mediocre quarterbacks, and they just kept saying, who's going to win the job? I was like, it don't matter. Like, mm-hmm. it really don't matter. So J.P. Lossman. Especially didn't matter in 2007. <laughs> um, I can see the dude. Uh, He's white. There's your hint. <laughs> I know. It wasn't E.J. Manuel yet. <laughs> yeah, no, E.J. wasn't there yet. Did Rex Grossman play for them at some point? No, but I, I would put this guy in the same category. As <laughs> yeah. as, uh, was Trent Edwards. That's who it was. I could <laughs> see how mediocre he looked in my face. In my mind, he looked like Joe Flacco. Like, for some yep. reason, I was like, he looks like this weird, random white dude. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so, like, Marshawn, like, kind of took the job. I think Fred Jackson got hurt. Um, Fred Jackson also was a beast. Or maybe Fred Jackson came back, like, halfway through the year or something. Uh, all I remember was Fred Jackson was playing because that was the year um, Sean Taylor passed away because the mm-hmm. Bills played them the next week. And I'm pretty sure it was Fred Jackson because um, I don't think Marshawn would have done this. But when the Redskins came out with without a safety and just came out with 10 guys, uh, Fred Jackson ran a running play to the left side for like 30 yards where Sean Taylor would have been. And I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> That's why I remember Fred Jackson was on that team. <laughs> that's that why. Play. See, that's why Fred Jackson will never be remembered. And he has some of the most rushing yards. He has some of the highest rushing yards in NFL history. And nobody cares. You can't yep. do shit like that, man. The football See, gods will this not. This is why we love Marshawn Lynch. He didn't even play. He knew what Marshawn the deal said, was. Nah, he knew what the deal was. Nah, I'm taking this one off. You only yeah. missed a couple games that year. That was one of them. Love it, man. First time I heard of Marshawn. Because he came into the league in 07. I graduated high school in 07, 08. So I remember it was my senior year. Like, I, no, it wasn't my senior year. It was my sophomore year, actually. Sophomore year. So this is 2005 um, or two, like 2005, 2006. And I'm at the lunchroom table. And I don't know if you ever got these magazines, but they used to give us Rise magazine, like, in, mm. in school. So it was, like, basically, like, high school athletic magazine. Talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. the top athletes of every sport around the country, right? And I will never forget this. So I have my cornrows. I'm like in some of the best shape of my life. I pick up this Rise magazine and on the cover are four people. <laughs> it was I you. can't remember who three <laughs> of the people were, dog. But like, I look, I was like, who in the fuck is this with these calf muscles? Like I was looking at <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. I've never seen this before in my life, Ivan. Marshawn Lynch had a fucking water hose, thick vein going up the front of his shin wrapped around his leg into his calf muscle. And he's standing on the front, holding the football in two hands, like just flexing. And I'm looking, and I'm like, who is this person? I look in the magazine, they like 16 year old March. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait, I, I, you know what I'm curious about who, cause he was the number two ranked running back in his high school class. I need to know who was first. It might've been Steve Slayton. 
who went to Conwell Egan, who we played against in like Man, <laughs> in man. high Because okay. Steve Slayton was a beast. So, and Pat so White was there. So like they they were a problem. Yeah, they were a problem. It could have been meanwhile, Steve. Pat McAfee was out just partying and getting drunk in rivers. Yeah, so for sure. But he was no, a big I'll part of that team that. as well. Uh 2003 rivals recruiting. Let's see. Okay. So actually I need 04. Because 03 was Reggie Bush. Oh, makes sense. Okay. I, I can live with it. It was uh Adrian Peterson. I, I can I can live yeah. with that being the one guy that was rated above Marshawn Lynch in high school. Okay. All day. All day. Yep. But yeah, no, like I wish in hindsight, because I was a little young, I wasn't totally in tune with mm-hmm. like college football even at that point. I wish those uh Cal teams won more. Like his first year or what was second year in 05 when it was Rogers was still there. Yeah. They had Deshaun, him, Justin Forsett. Like that team, I don't know what they were putting up. I hope they were putting up 60 though. Because they even had Javid Best too, like behind them. Um, but like they're at the same time. So behind um Marshawn, like coming up after him. Oh, yeah. He played with Deshaun. Um, but like they had a lot of talent on those teams, and then of course the infamous golf cart part, uh, the injury cart that Marshawn was just whipping, whipping, whipping. They even made a bobblehead of it. Um, but like I, I actually am kind of okay with those teams not really winning because you can argue that a lot of the guys on those teams, just from their their um NFL careers or their NFL uh reputations, weren't really the hardest of workers. Like, I'm not going to say who told me this, but I have a family member who works, um, who's been working for the Eagles since I was right before I was born or like right around the same time. No, it's been like 20. It's been like 20 years. He even has like a championship ring. They gave him like a Super Bowl ring, like a legit ring, not like one of those little ones. Like, it's mm-hmm. massive. So, like, he met and knows pretty much every player who's ever come through the Eagles who means something, you know, and he told me to my face. Deshaun Jackson didn't do shit. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, Deshaun Jackson would like stretch. And yeah, right, that was kind of it. But he said he was like a he was a cool guy, but he was always to himself. He was in his own little like hey, like he was like in his own world. So like Deshaun ja- and then Javid Best. I really banged with Javid Best, but Javid Best had some of the scariest concussions I've ever seen in my life. So like it was like one of those things where it was like. This team is that team reminded me of the LA Clippers with Darius Miles, Corey Maggette, <laughs> like like Elton Brand. Like there's like they're cool, like they're swaggy. Lamar yep. Odom, but they ain't winning nothing. I, I'll be fair. I was I'd stand a little bit corrected. So Deshaun missed Aaron Rodgers by a year, but the Aaron Rodgers last year they went ten and two. Okay, and I they were ranked ninth at the end of the year. Okay. He still like picked Alex Smith over him. So, and what's crazy is like Marshawn Lynch. Uh, okay. So let's start. Let's go up the up the roster in terms of running backs. Byron Storer, he didn't play that year, but he did go to the league as a running back. Justin Forsett, 11 attempts, 49 yards as a freshman. Nothing crazy. Um, brother Sean. The league. Yeah. Brother Sean, 71 attempts, 628 yards. That's an 8.8 8 yards per carry average as a freshman. Work. Like what? Uh, and then you have J.J. Arrington, who is a senior, 289 attempts for 2,018 yards, averaging seven yards a carry. So and and they... it was like okay, so you stop J.J. Arrington and Marshawn Lynch at like just barely under like nine yards a carry, um, and then now you're just letting Junior Aaron Rodgers sling it on you. 
So were they just playing against nobody? Like what? Like how do See, let's check how do schedule. you have that kind of production? How do you lose two games? Okay, let's see who they lost to. They lost to number one USC. Okay, Reggie Bush. That yeah. that, that feels fair. And, and they, they only lost by six. NFL. They only okay. lost by six. Okay. Um, and then their only other loss was in the bowl game. To, who did they lose to? Ooh, as the number four, I'm assuming this is the ranking, as the number four team in the country mm-hmm. playing in the Holiday Bowl, they lost to number 23 Texas Tech. 45 oh, to 31. Air raid offense, baby. Air raid. Wait, Texas Tech at that time had uh, no. what? Oh, I thought you were gonna say like Crabtree. I was gonna say no. No, 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 no. They had um, oh, they had they had a, a really really good college running back, Torian Henderson. That that's who the running back was. What did he do in that game? Oh, uh, hold on. Um, in that game, I, I need to come back to okay. Sun. Well, okay, he was their quarterback. Never mind. It's not as bad. Um, I was really confused because they had a guy on their team that had 52 rushes for negative 157 yards. <laughs> and I was very confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I, as I scrolled back up, it was their quarterback. Still, I'm not sure how that happens. Um, that was back before because Sonny Cumbie. What count. a name, by the way, Sonny Cumbie. Um, <laughs> they used to count sacks that was rushing attempts back then. That's uh, true. Yeah. That has to be it then. Um, in that game, he didn't do too much. Um, 10 attempts, 35 yards, two touchdowns. Did he catch anything? Four receptions for 25 yards. Okay. A little, a little but Sonny Cumbie was slinging it. 16, 39 of 60 attempts, 520 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That's an air raid offense, man. Yeah, meanwhile, that offense. bum Aaron Rodgers, um, 24 of 42, one touchdown, one pick That's for 240-some yards. Brother yeah, Sean, man. though, Brother Sean, uh, six kickoff returns for 115 yards. Um, J.J. Arrington, 25 rushes for 173 yards in that game. Uh, Brother Sean with five attempts, 26 yards, and a touch. That's what he does, man. That's what he does. He's I, I love the fact that um, when he got to the league, he was riding hard for Buffalo. Like people kept trying to shit on Buffalo, and he's like, "What are y'all talking about?" I love Dave and Buster's. Dave and but like he was no, Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. No, he was Dave and Buster's too. Like he was in Dave. Oh and yeah, yeah, you're right. Amen. <laughs> and and he's like, like, I think you said. I think the only person. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I, and I think like when I think about athletes that are like so where it's like they're just so pure and authentic about who they are like i think it's it's him and like alan iverson like when you say the way that alan iverson like shows love and appreciation to people that he loves and appreciates yeah it's a it's different there's nothing fake about it it's full-on no bravado it's like yeah no i love the things i love i'm totally secure in that by the way danny amendola was on that texas tech team maybe as a freshman Mm. He didn't really Wasn't play. Danny uh, also a, a quarterback? No, you're thinking of Julian Edelman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other white one. But, uh, yeah, no. Like, Marshall and – and then so I'm glad that you brought that up because I was thinking about the Applebee's thing. I was saying, have you ever seen a video of Marshawn Lynch that you didn't have a – weren't in a better mood after watching than you were before? Yes. 
Only one though. Was it when he retired? No, I was happy for him. Okay. What would what, what was the video? It was when they chose not to give him the ball to go long because they didn't want him to be MVP of the Super Bowl and they fucking threw an interception. I gotta say, I was still in a better mood after seeing that. <laughs> of course you were. It was like <laughs> I, I, but I that, firmly, but that that's that's because of my outside yeah, biases. Of course, of course. So. but I firmly believe that I firmly believe two things. One, you wouldn't have been upset at that loss if brother brother Sean was the MVP of that Super Bowl. And two, I firmly no. believe the conspiracy theory that they didn't give him the ball because they did not want him to be MVP. Facto. I firmly Facto. believe that. I, I I do as well. That's um, fucking insane. You're right. Well, I, don't I, jump, I definitely, I I definitely could have stomached a brother Sean winning yeah. touchdown way more than like a slant <laughs> to who, who, who who's he throwing to? Like Ricardo Lockett? Yeah, no. <laughs> Whoever Russ How did was you say his to. name like that? Just because his, Span- his first name is Spanish doesn't mean his last name is. No, it's Ricardo Lockett. <laughs> is Lockett? No, that's Tyler Lockett. Is Ricardo I'm Lockett? I'm pretty sure it's still Lockett. Mm, no. <laughs> Unless it's not Lockett, but I think it's Lockett. It's it's because it's C O T T E. Yeah, Lockett. L O C K E T T E. So it's not Lockett. You say Favre? But that's that his <laughs> someone was drunk when they said how to pronounce that name. I go look it up. I, I, I'm not gonna play. You're probably it. right. You probably I, right, I know I'm, I'm calling right. him. Listen, his mama called him, call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay R- Ricky Lockie. Listen, man, if William Shakespeare is just Billy Shakes to me, then that motherfucker is just Ricky Lockett Locks. Too. Ricky He's Locks. Lockett, too. He's Lockett, <laughs> young Lock, <laughs> young Lock. But I don't want to uh, fast forward. Yeah, back yeah. to the Applebee's. Well, yeah, it's just like every time or every video I can think of, anytime I've seen him do anything, I'm in a better mood after watching the Applebee's video when he's was it Kenny Maine that he took to Applebee's mm-hmm. um, him immediately after that Super Bowl being in an episode of the league like the mm-hmm. he filmed it like two weeks after making fun of the play and how dumb it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there was do you ever see the one where they sent him to scotland mm-hmm. that one is all time he was also doing willies in the streets of scotland going towards buses <laughs> and was just swerving <laughs> out the way the last minute like he's treating uh glasgow like oakland dog and, and the fact that he's the only black person that size in that entire country probably and it, like he, probably. he's not fitting he, in anyway you may have been able to stop after that country nah, i don't know nah, but they got size. some imports they got some imports that's you know they got they 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 compete in the Summer Olympics, <laughs> and maybe in <laughs> soccer. I'm trying the to think. That, that's where I immediately went. I was like, "Can I name a single black Scottish football player?" I don't know that I can. <laughs> no, and and you I'm pretty well versed in national teams. And I'm pretty lately. sure too. If you were to try to name them, it would have to be a non-black name. They're not. They're not letting like those types of countries are like. Yeah, you can be like Scottish or you can be Finnish, but you got to like adopt like a real Scottish or Finnish name. Yeah, you can find a Tyrone. The Irish goalkeeper, um, the light skinned dude, his name is Darren Randolph. Sorry, no, no, full name Darren Edward Andrew Randolph. No, <laughs> no, he chose the Protestant side of the war. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh, well, here you go. Okay, th- this is funnier. Um, so he plays the goalkeeper for West Ham and the Irish national team. He previously played for the U21 team. Randolph has also represented Ireland basketball. 
That's in his little Wikipedia blurb. There's like, yep, that guy. Oh, you're six two in black. You're probably better than anyone else. Uh, there has never been any. I'm gonna repeat this. <laughs> any great night nation that had a person do multiple sports that weren't the same sport. Like, yeah, you could do like the long and a short distance running. You could do the yeah. high jump and the javelin throw. There's like, oh, we don't really have anyone that's above six foot. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, you know my plan, man. Yeah. Get that dual citizenship to India. We, we only wear Steph Curry gear because it's going to work. Curry, like, yep. But we're giving away too much of the plan. One of the things that I loved about young Marshawn Lynch was that you can tell while he was young that it was something different about the dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember a time when Marshawn What's the Lynch water was bottle different. vein? Yeah, like, I don't remember a time when he was ever different, though. Like, you know when you'd be like, remember when that person used to be like this? He just was. Like, I don't ever be, I don't remember a non-Marshawn, Marshawn year. Yeah, like, the I think the only time where you're like, oh, he felt marginally different was, like, he had shorter hair when he was younger. That's it. It's just because they didn't grow yet. That's right. all it was. Like, like, I don't think, like you say, like, there's, it's not like his stature ever changed. It's mm-hmm. not like when you look at, you know, we were talking about Giannis in the pre-show. It's not like that where you're like, wow, that guy's gotten bigger. It's like, no, he was just bigger than everyone else. And like, I, I think that's been like, it's been, it's good, but I think it also has been a deterrent to recognizing him for as great as he was because of like, as great as that one single play was against the Saints, I feel like people are like, oh, that's all he was. He was just going to run you over. I was like, oh, no, I, no, 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 I no. Okay, don't, wait, 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 wait. Tell the people what play you're talking about, man. Come on. I mean, the Beast Quake. <laughs> Darren Chopra. One of the hottest hitting safeties in the league. And a rapist. <laughs> I, I would say allegedly, but it's not. Um, I think he has 20 years, but there's neither here nor there. I, Bill Cosby had a long time, too. He had three years. <laughs> is that it? Well, no, I'm saying, what was the initial? Was that the initial? Yeah. Oh. He right. got out in two and a half. Just felt like longer. <laughs> he's old. Were you old, Joe? Yeah. I, I was just like, well, he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> he's falling in bushes and stuff, trying to walk to the corpse. I was like, well, he's going to die in jail. Darren Sharper, I think, is still in his 40s. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, the hardest hitting safeties in the league. But yeah, like, Sean could move. Is that is that when he became popular? I think that was. I think moment. I think that was the moment. That yeah. that was like the moment into superstardom. Because you got to remember, like, that was one of the first viral videos. It was one of the first viral videos because it was it was right after the the Greg Jennings broken leg video, and then the same dude mm-hmm. did the voiceover. Um, when when was that? Because okay, so that he'd also gotten hurt. Like, remember, he'd also gotten like, hurt when he was last year in Buffalo. So it's like no yeah. one cared when he was in Buffalo because the team sucked. He got to, yeah, it was his first season in Seattle. Yeah, I was say it had to be like oh nine. It was his first career playoff game. Or ten, something like that. Yeah, because I remember playoff I was, game, sixty-seven yard touchdown run in which he broke nine tackles, and with <laughs> this is so rude. <laughs> I like that they add this as a caveat on breaking nine tackles, and with one arm through Saints cornerback Tracy Porter to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's disrespectful. That's dog. so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. Tracy Porter had a game clinching pick six in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I'm keeping they, they, they couldn't say like he stiff armed no. or um he broke the tackle. Right. Like you couldn't have just said he broke nine tackles. I didn't even and, know that and he, with one arm through him. 
I didn't even know that that guy that you said caught a game clinching interception in the yeah, Super Bowl. But I, I know that he got literally castrated hey, by Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Get off me, child's play. I, and I remember when he asked him about it, he was like, that was just a little baby stiff arm. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how is that a little baby stiff arm? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was because it was so viral because of how crazy it was that it registered on a seismograph. That's like an earthquake. That's why it's called the beast quake for those that don't know. Um, yeah. So he had already kind of given himself. I don't know who gave him beast mode. It's a good. So, so, good uh, so I, in my, in my time preparing for this episode, this is like the only episode I've ever prepared for, by the way. Um, he said that when he was a kid, his nickname was always Beast. They used to just buy he's a beast, he's a beast. But the beast mode thing came from being in the NFL, apparently. Like he said, like his nickname was always kind of beast. And then like well, it's because the they were playing like kill the carrier by running into buses. Yeah, you know? So like, yeah, so I think the beast mode thing came more like either right before he got to the league or when he got into the league. But his nickname as a kid was always like Beast. Okay. I mean that makes sense. I, I realized I'd never really fully thought about that, but um and and he's just the most likable dude if you actually take the time to appreciate him instead of just listening to what the media says about him. Because I think I, that he is who Gronk wants to be when it comes to how people see him. Like, I think Gronk is a very likable dude, but I think yeah. Gronk tries hard to be likable where, like, Marshawn is kind of like... I see, really I, yeah, I, I've always said that more about, like, Travis Kelsey. I do think Gronk is just, like, a meathead, which makes, like, for a lot of people, he's not as likable. He wants to be goofy, and he's doing it in the only way he knows how. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I think Travis Kelsey tries way harder, where it's like, he seems like he's a pretty well-spoken dude, and he wants to be a meathead. I don't see, know. Maybe, maybe that's me, me defending Gronk. So Travis, To me, Travis Kelsey, I agree with you, but I think he's also too pretty. Like, he's, like, into fashion, and you can tell he gets, like, Facials. Gronk like, just like wants different... to wear a cutoff and party. Yeah, and I think Gronk. <laughs> I think Gronk. I think Marshawn is like kind of a meathead, but Marshawn is like cool about it. Like Marshawn. You, like what's funny is like I feel like they had like complete opposite trajectories, but they're also like the same person. Whereas like Gronk grew up in Buffalo, mm-hmm. like he is what Bills Mafia is, and then like yeah, I mean he went to the Patriots, but like you think about it, he went to Arizona. He wanted to be in the sun partying. Like See, and Sean grew up in the son in California mm-hmm. went to Cal and it was like, you look at all the places he played in the league. And it's like, he was just in the coldest, rainiest places. And that's who he became, who he was. And you know, what's funny. That's why I think him and Gronk are so comparable because like literally Marshawn made people actually care about the bills who weren't part of the mafia. Like people were like, all right, we gotta stop talking trash about the bills. Like this guy, Marshawn is pretty dope. And then Gronk that, was like, is the, from that was like around the time that like bills mafia started becoming a thing. Bob's Mafia was a thing for a long time. We're not going to do that. We but I mean, in that. terms of like actual, I, I, well, maybe it was the internet. Maybe I think it was the internet. Probably. Yeah, it was the internet. It was Bill's Mafia became known by right. other people outside of the area. When they but, started seeing people jumping through tables. Yeah, but you know, you can't, I mean, they had the whole 90s when they went to four different Super Bowls. So like they was, they was out there. Like it was not, it's not, but long before we even knew what Bill's were, they were out there doing it. But that's why I think him and Gronk are so comparable because they each go to both of these people for like the moment. Even though, like, like Gronk wants the moment and Marshawn is the moment. You know, like, Marshawn put eyes on Buffalo that felt positive, and Gronk's from Buffalo. They both played in miserable Gronk places. Gronk also was the first person to kind of change the perception about who you could be as a football player in New England. Yeah, 100%. You know, so it's just they have these weird, like, little parallels. But I think that 
it's interesting too because I think Gronk being so cool made people with the Seattle Seahawks so uncomfortable with themselves. Like I think that um Russell Wilson is corny. Like he just is yeah. to me. Like I like Russell Wilson, but I think he's corny and it's okay Agreed. to be corny, but he just kind of is. I don't think he ever fit in with that with those winning teams. Like I don't think he ever fit in because he got the Legion of Boom and you got Marshawn. And I think the only person that he fit in with was Pete Carroll. So or Sherm. Like I, I would argue in, in some ways. No, I'm not Sherm talking about Marshawn. Corny. I'm not talking oh, about oh, Marshawn. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No, no. Uh, no I'm, I'm talking talk- Russ. I'm talking like. You think, you think Sherm was corny at times, and I like Sherm. But I'm just saying, like, well educated, well spoken. Like, oh, I don't mean that. I don't mean that's why he's corny. I mean, like, if you look at Russell Wilson, he looks yeah. like a tryhard. Well, I, I think there were points where Sherman was backing it up, so it's different. But yeah, like, that's different. <laughs> he, he actually did it. He didn't yeah. he did it hard. <laughs> it was also like he was – Sherm was more like Colby Covington loud. Whereas yeah, like, he was annoying. He's loud. like, I'm going to annoy you, but I'm also so good that you're not going to be able to shut me up. Russ is Wonderboy. Russ looked – no, Wonderboy is like – but everybody likes how corny Wonderboy is. To me, Russell Wilson looked like when he had his beats on, like when he had those commercials. In mm-hmm. my mind, when I saw those commercials, he was listening to like Texas Western music. Like he wasn't listening to nothing <laughs> pumping you up. Like he was listening to like the OK Corral. He was like, Where Where's he going, from? Russ? Yeah, it was like something weird like that. But is he from like North Carolina? Who, Russell? I know he went to NC State for a minute. He's from Cincinnati. See? But it's like those are such boring schools to go to, too. It's like, yeah, you, where'd you go to school? I went to NC State and then Wisconsin. See? It's wild. Hey, Jacoby Brissett made NC State cool, though. No, but um, uh, Valvano made NC State cool. Um, but what was your what was your favorite moment with Marshawn with the Seahawks, or do you have one? Um, other than him not getting the ball and <laughs> night, um, y'all were not stopping him either. Like I was like. No, but you know what? You know what doesn't get nearly enough credit in that sequence is Dante Hightower arm tackling Sean at the one yard line on the play before. Like that doesn't get talked about enough. I was like, you know, he, you know why? Because they didn't give him the ball in the next play. You did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's my favorite moment with him on the Seahawks? Um. It could be the beast, beast quake. Nah, it, it could that's, be... that's corny. You, you know what I think it is? Mm, I don't know. Because I used to really love watching Michael Robinson's like vlogs that he did in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Penn State's home. Yep. Well, State Penn. But um, eh, depending on who you ask. I like to say penetration state, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of things where when it comes to that school, it depends who you ask about certain things. But um, the coach ever. He's great at a lot of things. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, but it was cool to see like he was like very silent there and just like about his business. But like you could kind of tell that he did it in a fun loving way where he just refused to be on camera. But it was like in a way that you were like, oh, this is a good dude. Like, mm-hmm. you, like in, it, I think it takes a special person for that to come across. Where it's like they just they're it's they're refusing to be on the show or whatever, but at the same time they're doing it in a way that comes across very playful and like mm-hmm. aware. And I was like, okay, I like this dude. So I don't know if it was a single play. It don't gotta be a play. I mean, just moment. Yeah, like I personally, I liked a lot of his sound bites, and I, and I and I'm not 
talking about the I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yes, no, shout out to my Africans. I'm not talking about the ones that have gone mm-hmm. most viral. And this goes back to his Cal days. Um, I've seen clips of this. The moment that I like fell in love with Marshawn Lynch, the person, mm-hmm. was like all the times where he was, he was like, oh, Sean, like, how'd you have such a great game? He's like, I don't know, ask my lineman. You know, like he was always about putting the shine on someone else. Yeah. Um, he's got the great line when he was at Cal where he's like, you know, I'm broke, but I got to figure out how to treat my lineman to a sizzler. Um, <laughs> you know, so like those are the moments that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in the brother Sean camp. Yeah. I, you know, it was funny. My mind was going to be finding out how much community service he does. And mm-hmm. that happened. I mean, he probably was doing it in Buffalo too, but like I found out about it when he was with the Seahawks and I was like, yep. What? This is crazy. Amazing. Like he like and, <laughs> and this has to this. I think that, I think he was still on a on the Seahawks with this one. But do you remember when he got a red card in a charity soccer game? Like he was playing a charity soccer game. <laughs> and he got a red card. Like, who gets a red card? <laughs> that's like that's like how Kevin Hart would get technicals in the celebrity game. Yeah. He picked up the soccer ball and ran it into the net. <laughs> Hold on. This, this computer's slow. That's amazing. This guy's amazing. Uh, oh, and then, of course, I mean, Skittles. You know, Art, that's one of my favorite uh, sound bites. You remember what he said when he asked him, like, what's, your, what's the deal with, with Skittles? Like, why, like, why do you like him so much? And he just replies, like, we intimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Skittles are my favorite candy, too. So when I knew, like... You know, we were already like, okay, this is my guy. But as soon as that came out, I was like, this dude just houses Skittles all day long on the bench. He just picks it up, (laughs) ran through the keeper, and threw it into the back of the net, and then went headfirst into the net. (laughs) And then handed it to the goalie and got a red card. (laughs) (laughs) And then proceeded to grab the red card out of the ref's hand, throw it up in the air, and then punt the ball. Yep. Absolute legend, legend of a human. Legend. Like, and you said the sound by Sue, like, <clears throat> and then they let him keep the red card. <laughs> <laughs> Some of his best sound bites, if not all of them, were were on the Seahawks. Um, and like mm-hmm. I love uh the one when <laughs> it was like after the game, it might have been a playoff game. And they were just like complimenting him, like you said, like they were trying to kiss his ass, and he was just like, "Thanks for asking, <laughs> thanks yeah. for asking." Like no matter what they would say, so you had three hundred yards, thanks for asking. So you saw you cure cancer, thanks for asking. Like it didn't matter what they were going to say, thank you for asking, thanks for asking. Like it was just straight up, like I don't want to talk like this, like I don't want to talk to you, but we got to do it. He, I think, Ricky Williams walked so Marshawn could run, where it was just like I don't want to. Yeah, I, I I love Ricky Williams, and I know you love him as a Texas guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think Sean's on a different level than him. Maybe I was young for a lot of the Ricky Williams stuff, but like Dude, Ricky was also getting helmets tr- on. Yeah, but Ricky was getting just in trouble, trouble. Like I that's the thing. Like no, Marshall no, Lynch no, no, never no, no, really no. got that in that much trouble. No, that came later though. Like Ricky, by the way, like- that's another all-time quote of um I got so high that I forgot I wasn't supposed to get high. <laughs> 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 or he was like, weed to me is like spinach to Popeye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, I because I wasn't sure if this is when he was in Seattle. I think it's when he first retired um, with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. The, the take care of your chicken. Yeah. He was always looking out for the next generation. 
dog. He didn't spend any of his NFL money only to sponsorships, just like Gronk. Once again, just like Gronk. Yeah. Like it's just like these dudes are just different. Like the fact that he was he was preaching that stuff, trying to teach the youth. I think he even spoke at the rookie symposium. I think uh, I'm sure. Year. But you know what's interesting? So I'm, I'm, I just pulled out that video on YouTube. It's kind of just interesting to read what people say about it in the comment. Mm-hmm. Some people. I think this guy summed it up best and rightfully has the most upvotes. And he just said, he's quite smart. You just don't understand his dialect. Yeah, that's all it is. And someone even said it was like well-spoken to people who understand where he's coming from. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, most of the NFL. Yeah. The problem is the people that are skewing his words and attacking him for the way he goes about his press conferences and stuff. Misquoting them or misquoting them. There are people that aren't like him in the media. Yeah. You know, and so that's when they're like, oh, when you have to go to media day, he's like, I, I don't care. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, even when he was messing around with people, when he talked to Prime. Yeah, I'm about that real boss. stuff. Yeah, and that was right after the Super Bowl, wasn't it? No, I think there was media day where was he wasn't giving was anyone answers about anything. OK, and yeah. And he like he, actually talked to Prime. Yeah. And that was one of those things where it's like when he when he's sitting with somebody who comes from the same type of life that he came from or somebody who he knows is going to respect him or somebody who even has the same good energy, mm-hmm. like, especially when I don't like to be asked the same thing over and over again. And I'm not, even, I'm not close to a celebrity. So imagine for a whole week, you get asked the same questions from just different reporters. That shit gets old. I'll be like, yo, go read action news. I already told him that. What else do you want to know? Right. Like, and he was always a guy that he didn't want the spotlight on him. Like mm-hmm. I I'm sure, you know, he, like we said, he's a smart dude. Like he understands why the microscope is on him because he's a superstar, but yeah. like he always would have rather shied away and just gone about his business and yeah. give the flowers to the people that weren't getting them. And in and, and to speak about the dialect thing and the charity thing, it cracked me up when I read what his charity's name is. I'm like, that sounds like he said it. Like it's literally called Fam First Family Foundation. Yeah. Fam First Family, and it's like Fam F A M first one st family spelled all the way out <laughs> foundation it, it sounds like he said it like when i read it i was like yeah, yeah that sounds like he would have said it to at a press conference so i, I would say this so we talked That's about his our whole family too i think too which is real road that's dope so marcus peters involved i, I imagine because that, that's where i was going next what's your favorite non because we talked seahawks so what's like your favorite non-seahawks marshawn moment mm-hmm. Because for me, I, I can go first. It, for me, it's uh, apart from like seeing all the charity stuff and all that. Like we talked about that. But my favorite moment in his career that perfectly sums up who I truly think he is in terms of his raw authenticity. This is who I am. I don't give a shit what you think was <laughs> when the Chiefs and Raiders, when he was with the Raiders, got into a brawl in the middle of the field and he runs out there. And goes to defend his cousin, Marcus Peters, who is playing for the Chiefs in Oakland. He was like, yeah, fam first. I'm going to go out. I'm going to defend. I'm going to fight my own team in my hometown. you like, that's how it's going down because I'm defending my cousin who's from mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. He then gets ejected because he's the first player off the bench. So what does he do? Does he watch in the locker room? No. He goes and sits out in the stands just like he's from Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah is. oh yeah and he goes and sits in the stands <laughs> just with the fans and then him and Marcus Peters take a public train home and he's and Marshawn is on the train leading a fuck the Chiefs chant <laughs> and, and he looked massive in that train seat 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember that very vividly. I think he was even eating popcorn in the stands. Like, it was just Probably. like, yeah, you know, like Marshawn sure. Lynch has been ejected, but he's watching the game. Like, it was <laughs> like, that. that is a fantastic one. I think one, all right, outside of the charities, outside of actually playing, one that I love, and it just came to me as you were talking, it was when Marshawn Lynch went to the city council meeting in Oakland. He just walks in and he was like, uh, and he's just like, I got something to say. And they were like, yeah, what's up? Uh, what can we help you with? And he was like, and he like, thank you to like a Marshawn Lynch. Um, he said, first the Raiders, now the Warriors. Y'all bet not touch the A's. And he just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Another great one is when he got the entire Coliseum dancing. Yeah. That is an all timer where it's like, this dude is just so happy to be on his hometown team. Uh, but like I, I always I always thought that was a beautiful thing though, where he was like he was retired and he came out of retirement just so he could play for the Oakland Raiders right before they left Oakland. Yeah, and and he and they sucked, but he was he he didn't care, man. Like and he was so he was so respected that he retired, came out of retirement, you know, from popping Willies in Sweden, um, and then came back and Scott played for us, by the way. Pretty sure he was all over those. those um, that's uh, probably true. That's those <laughs> fair. Those fair. Scandinavian countries, but you're right, Scotland. Um, he came back to play for Oakland with their last ever season in Oakland, retires, and then comes back for just do a playoff run with the Seahawks just because, like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do this again. Like, yeah, he played one. one regular season game, like legitimately. Like, I'm gonna go to the playoffs. I don't want to play this whole season, but I'll help you out in the playoffs if I can. And then another thing that he is, he is, has very underrated appearances. Like he was in Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Um, which is all the times on Conan with Gronk, all the times on Conan. Once again, Gronk with Gronk. <laughs> they're really the same person. They're, Dog, they're, I'm telling you, it's like, crazy because it like they're the same person, but with complete, but like with completely different life stories. Yeah, completely different. That's how you, you know, even like, you look at Gronk. That dude is so fam first. Yeah, like he's made, he's modeled every business. Person. That's how you do. Like it's just you just you just get you grab it you find your people no matter what your walks of life are like they just kind of what it is. I think those two are like that him on sneaker shopping when like he's just talking smack about sneakers that they don't wear in Oakland like no we don't do that in Oakland like stuff like that and then like one of my you probably never saw this but he was on the Burger Show this was like two years ago so the Burger Show is like a use it's from First We Feast the same thing Sean Evans does with Hot Ones but it's like all in a YouTube channel and he's on the Burger this. Show. And they're like, so they were doing, they were giving Marshawn like really, they were like making really cheap burgers all the way to super expensive burgers. And they were trying to see if Marshawn Lynch, is he going to be bougie with the burger? Or is it going to be something? But like, so like they gave him like a regular, like super simple cheeseburger. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is, this is dope. Like he's eating it. Right. <laughs> and he like does, mo- I think he does like three burgers and they're in Vegas. They get to this last burger. This burger has literally like literally, gold flakes. Edible gold on it. I think yep. it has like a lobster tail on it. It's like all of this stuff. And he eats it and he's like, he said, ah. mm, mm. He said, what's in this? <laughs> he's just like, look at <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, that's gold. That's real gold, gold. Like he was like, he was like, why would you? Like he could, he was dumbfounded. He was like, why yeah. would you? I think well, the was like, but that's, that's why like, I, I would pay, I'm trying to think what subscription. Like, I, I don't know that there's, a price that I would feel like is overvalued as long as I was getting like enough content. I'd watch Marshawn Lynch just react to stuff. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't remember what it was on. He was on something and they just had some people in there doing like crazy, like America's got talent type shit. And he was just like freaking out watching it. Like mm-hmm. magic tricks, like people doing backflips and doing weird shit. And I like, love that. He's just a human. He's, like, he's just so a person. just him. 
Yeah. It's so down to earth, grounded, like very humble. Like he's exactly the type of person. And, you know, I think this is a testament. I I don't know his full familial upbringing, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure the way he acts, it was a whole community that he feels raised him. Um, But like he's the, his personality is exactly how like I would want my kids to act. (laughs) There's like, yeah, give other people their flowers when they try and give you flowers, like deflect it to the people that you feel deserve it more than just you. Um, You know, if they're not getting the shine that you feel they deserve, if you watch a chicken, watch a chicken, um, you know, use your platform for the right things. And this is one of my favorite ones that you sent me. And this was 2020 when he gave out 200 turkeys in Hawaii. Yep. Yeah, and and the only reason it got out was someone took a picture and put it on Twitter. Yeah, he was didn't in get publicized at all. Yeah, yeah, it was no big sign, Marshawn Lynch turkey giveaway. He was just in the middle of the road with his mask, like giving out turkey. Like, you want a turkey? Cool. You want a turkey? Yeah, that's the other right. thing that's worth remembering. Like, it was in 2020, so in amidst the pandemic, middle of it, in mm-hmm. you know Thanksgiving time. I I think most celebrities. Because I, I don't view him as that. Like, yes, he has the, the platform. He's famous. Of I wouldn't yeah. say he's a celebrity. Yeah. Right. But it's like most celebrity, they're going to be like, oh, let me take this mask off. Let me get the photo op. And it's like, no, that dude didn't even make it an event. He was just no. there. <laughs> you could tell it wasn't an event. Yeah. It looked so ghetto. I was like, what? Yeah. Do he even has a cooler? Like, how is he getting these turkeys? <laughs> like, it, it strikes me as a thing where it was just like, someone's like, hey, Sean, like, we got turkeys in Hawaii. You want to come help give them out? He's like, yeah, cool. Like, it's, it's like what we were saying. Where it's like Sean is the type of dude where like, you know, we were joking about getting a cameo from Marshawn Lynch, which he's not on cameo as far as we're aware. Mm-hmm. But we were saying if his DMs are open, he also feels like the dude where you'd be like, hey, Sean, you know, my buddy Reese is his birthday coming up. Like, can you just send him a message? And like, it feels like if he were to see that message, he'd be like, yeah. Yeah, sure. I agree. I, or it's I like, think Marshawn Lynch. He, I, he's, he, he doesn't strike me as someone who's ever thought he's too big for anyone else. I think he's been on a consistent mission to make this place better than what he found it. I think that's just been what it is, you know. And I don't think that and never and like sought, you said, never sought credit for it. Yeah, and and like you said in the in the YouTube comments that he is highly intelligent. People just don't understand his dialect. But the people who do, which are the people that need to be most impacted by his message, they understand it. Will his jersey ever be retired anywhere? Uh, I, I think we should just do it league wide. Um, I concur. Mm, I don't think so. Is the unfortunate Not even college? Mm, maybe college. What do you what do you wear it at Cal? Ten. I think he wore or some uh, weird number. I think he wore like a single. Did he wear a single? Yeah, digit? ten. He wore ten. He wore ten. Um. This is, how, this is how you know we're real Marshawn fans, by the way, is like, I feel like everyone would be like, oh, he probably wore 24. Nah, we knew it wasn't 24. <laughs> and and then he was 23 in Buffalo, too, I think. Yeah, I think it was 23. The only reason I didn't say 10 is because I always get, in my mind, him and Deshaun cross paths. So, like, Deshaun was like one, but in the pros, he was 10. Yeah, and, and that, that's what like, made me doubt it a little bit. Yeah, I was like, was it one? I knew it. I knew it had like it was like it was close to single digit. I was like, is it one or is it? I mean, he may have changed it. He also seems like the dude where like he could be the vet and he'd be like, nah, man, you just keep your number. Keep your keep your number, you know, yeah. or or he's going to be like, I'll buy the number for you. I'm going to give you more money mm-hmm. so that you have it. Like give it to some rook that needs more money. <laughs> Or, or you, like he he seems like the type of dude that would do that behind their back, like 
give it to their agent, be like, all right, set this up in like an Allen Iverson type way where he can't touch it until he's this age. <laughs> like, like, your life like you said, like he never spent his endorsement money. He's like, I, I, I'd be so, I mean, that would be my dream guest to have on here is I've just have so many questions and I'm yeah. sure some of it's public, but I also, you know what, actually I take it back. I don't want him to be a guest because I don't want him to say anything more publicly than he feels comfortable saying publicly. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just have dinner with him. Yeah. That'd I just be, have that'd so be. many questions. No, I think, you know what? I would rather I didn't realize this. He, he majored in social welfare at Cal. I didn't know that either. Cal Berkeley. That's beautiful. And I think people don't understand like, yeah, he went there. He got a football scholarship. Kyle Berkeley is an amazing school. Like that's a freaking great school. Mm-hmm. Like no offense. It's not West Virginia. Like it's just straight up like no. Yeah, and, and for as much as we talk about how like smart certain guys are, he, he didn't play his senior season. But I so I don't know like if he graduated in three years or he went back for his education. But like regardless, that's so much worth commending. And like yeah. I, I think it's unfortunate that the media felt so offended by the lack of sound bites that he would give them at times that I think they villainized him so wrongly when they should be talking about all the beautiful things he does. Mm. I'll bet it, it feels to me, he's another guy where like when it comes to press conferences, he strikes me a lot like ready, ready for the Patriots, you know, necessary Patriots reference, but a lot like Bill Belichick. If you ask him something that he feels is not worth his time, he's not going to give you a good answer. Like, oh, how do you feel about how do you feel about this game coming up? What, what do you want him to say that he hasn't said for the last decade? But like you ask him a question about something he cares about. Like if you ask Sean about his charity work in like a Seahawks press conference, I bet he'd give you a 10 minute answer, like a well thought out answer. The same way, like for Belichick, he's weird because it'll be like he he would give like a nine minute answer on how to correctly feel the punt. So but like his is all about football. But like I'll bet if you ask Sean about you know, the people, the community, or it's like, I'll bet there's quotes out there where it's like, how do you feel about getting to go play in Oakland this week? If someone had asked him that, which mm-hmm. they probably didn't, but it was like, I'll bet he would have given an unbelievable answer to that. So it was like, I think they villainized him because he didn't answer the questions that they wanted to ask him, but they didn't realize he would have opened up, I think a lot more and been, you know, canonized among people for the good stuff that could have been said about him, but he was never going to come out and openly campaign for what he was doing because he just wanted to be about that action. About that action, boss, and retire his jersey league-wide. Get my man a Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Like, See, I, think that, he... I, I think that in college they probably won't because he didn't play all four years. And college has some amazing talent come through, so that can be kind of hard, even though he probably does deserve it for the time he was there. I, I just don't think he was in any of the places long enough. Like, impact, yeah, the Seahawks should probably retire it. Yeah. But I'll bet there's been someone that's wore 24 for them since. But how many championships does the Seahawks have? As far as I'm aware, just the one. Yeah, because I don't think Steve Larkin ever won anything. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well... Because he went to college and BYU. Yep, just the one. So if if that's the case, that's probably going to any he may like so yeah so he won he was one of the I mean he's as impactful as anyone that was on that team. Yeah, I think that that might be the they might do it as a whole team thing where like 
they retire multiple numbers at the same time and they just do it. LOB. Yeah. Earl, Cam, Sherm. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling with some of the off-field stuff, Brandon Browner may not be involved in the festivities. But uh, Um, they had a lineman too that was like all world. Who was that? uh, Was it Max Unger? Is that right? I can't remember. I can't remember, but they had like an all world lineman who would probably get his number retired if they did it that way. 2014 Seahawks. I, I know who it is because there was Max Unger who got traded to the Saints, I believe. And then there was another dude that I remember mostly from being in the vlog. Also, shout out to the Suns taking game one. The Hawk will never die. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I need the year before. 2013. Come on. Load up. He said a lineman? Yeah. Oh, there's Ricardo Lockett again. Low lock. Uh, I need a roster. Starters and roster. I realized looking at the team statistics probably wasn't going to help me a ton. <laughs> yeah, for the line. <laughs> yeah. How many pancakes did he have? <laughs> uh, Chris Paul had 32, 4 7 from three and non assist. Yeah, Max Unger, I think. Yeah, Max Unger was a pro bowler that year. Okay, yeah. He was a center. Saying. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they so also had might... JR Sweezy, which is an all time name. It ain't easy being Sweezy. But that defense was so damn good. <sighs> Bobby Wagner, all those I always love that they were all late round picks too. All, other than Earl. Yeah, Earl was Earl was, Earl was out here hawking for for a very long time. Like Wagner was second rounder, but like KJ Wright, who's good, fourth rounder. Sherm fifth, Cam fifth, Browner undrafted. They, they had some dudes on those teams, but they had dogs. They had dogs for sure, and Marshawn was the only one on offense who I would say was a dog. <laughs> they didn't want to let the dog eat that night. They were so afraid to let Marshawn Lynch be the be the I'm going to Disney World guy, and that's why I'm so glad that he has never let them live it down. Like he yeah. he loves joking about that. I think. And if Marshawn Lynch had, he was two laughing rings, coming off the field. Yeah, so and if Marshawn Lynch had two rings, that his number's getting him. retired. And he and, scored the winning touchdown. That number's retired. And, yeah, and there's very few star running backs who have two championship rings. Like being a James running White. back, yeah, yeah. Like being <laughs> being a running back is like that's a hard position to be like the star starter. Not like you're on the team, but like you're you are the back, the horse, three down back. Yeah, there's very few. So like they they robbed him of that opportunity. He would have had the MVP back to backs too. Yup, which is extremely rare in the history of NFL. It's just like it, it hurts. You know, I, I hate that we had to take a negative route, but it's the realistic route. So we got to do. I don't think it's negative because it didn't bother Marshawn. Marshawn was like, I know what he turned it into a game. positive. Yup, I know what they're going to say after this game, and it ain't going to be me. It's going to be like, oh, you didn't give Marshawn Lynch the ball at the one. Yeah, I think that was probably nice for him. It was like for all the scrutiny, <laughs> especially he was getting at that time for like not being cooperative or this mm-hmm. and that. It's like, because because imagine my own team didn't want to be cooperative with me. Imagine if they gave him the ball and he fumbled or he got tackled. Oh, he, he would have been zone. destroyed. Right? So now everybody you know what he would have done, though? He would have scored, of course. Well, no. But no, I'm saying, you know what he would have done had he fumbled and been 
he would have gone back home to Oakland. And he would have loved him because he would have been doing good things anyway. Yeah. You can't hold down Brother Sean. But you know what's funny about that? His legend gets bigger because they didn't give him the ball because we all just assumed he was going to score. It was like, Marshawn's going to score. Like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Yeah, like, like that was a very good defense. But, yeah, the only person I think in that era that statistically was better on, like, uh, two or less to go conversions was Tom Brady. Is the only person with a higher conversion percentage on those plays. It's like you can't tell me Marshawn Lynch in that moment wasn't going to get you one yard. Dog. It's one of the most. I, I don't care if you have eight in the box. I, I don't care if the Patriots have eight in the box there to mess with you. You still it was second down. If it was third down. You want to get weird? I, I no, guess no. But still no. Nope. Like fourth, there was fourth down is where you get weird. Yeah, but there there wasn't a single receiver on that team that was even close to this type of fear that I had if Marshawn Lynch had the ball as a Patriots fan. Dude, they ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. They really did. That could have that would have been something super special. But like I wasn't a fan of the Seahawks. Like they actually kind of annoyed me, but I was a fan of Marshawn. So I was like, let's go. Yeah, I liked him. I liked I liked everyone in the Legion of Boom. Like I I mean I, I guess part of it was rooting against Peyton the year before, but like I was rooting hard for them in that Super Bowl. Of course you were. But I, I did. I did truly like them. Like I, I wasn't rooting hardcore for the Panthers, the way I was rooting for the Seahawks. So because you don't respect Cam Newton's funny hats, that's why. Was, I, was he even wearing funny hats at that point? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that came out. Well, that was the MVP year. That was so I guess that, that was that yeah. was the, that's where he started rocking them yeah, out. Yeah, 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 he was he was he was straight nanny hatting it up. Like, fr- fresh out like, of Auburn, Cam was not doing that. No, I don't know what happened. Money does weird things to people, man. <laughs> get those MVP strange. endorsements. I, I do think it, it was kind of dope. I, I, someone threw this out just on the cam note. It's like it's kind of dope that he came out of college and his first career like commercial that he did was with Tom Brady for Under Armour. I was like, that's pretty dope. I think <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's pretty dope that his first year coming to the league, he set all of his career highs in passing. Until this year. There's, there's always this year. I believe in Cam this year, but we're getting off topic. Shout out to brother Sean. Always an open invite if he wants to come on for two minutes or two hours. We always National got time treasure. for brother Sean. National treasure. And y'all betting on Muda A's. I mean, <laughs> they need to sell some more tickets, but yeah, I agree. That that like it was just it was just so sweaty. Like who goes to a city council meeting? I've never gone to a city council meeting and I actually vote as much as I possibly can. Yeah. That's no. a lie. I vote almost as much as I possibly can, but I'm really invested <laughs> in my communities. And he just pops in like, yeah, <laughs> first. He, he is that community. Kind of warriors. He like, is that community. Uh, like, I, I, he might have. He might have actually been on the Raiders because he was like first the Raiders. Now in the Warriors. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because I remember when he said when he went to the Raiders, he was like, I'm here because I wanted to play for them one more time before they leave for good. Yeah. Also, um, I, th- I know we discussed this, I think, previously. Um, his adoption tweet of Tom Brady from this past Super Bowl was hysterical still to me, saying, Tom Brady from the town now, no more that Bay shit. Me, the black delegation, draft TV 12 to Oakland, California. Welcome home, Tom. Yes, Lord. 10-piece chicken McNugget with all the sauce. <laughs> He's just my favorite person. Marshawn Lynch at all costs, period. Oh, yeah, look at this. The San Francisco Chronicle made a headline. 
He said Marshawn Lynch could serve as the poster dude for big stars giving back to their community. Born and raised in Oakland, Lynch is working to improve the town he loves. Mm-hmm. His his quote tweet of that, he just goes, hashtag town business. That's it. <laughs> like, that's, but, the name, that's, that's also but, the name of this episode, town, town business. business. Yeah. No, and you know what? I almost said this earlier. That's the thing I appreciate most about him. No matter the scrutiny, no matter anything else, no matter the attention that he got that he wanted diverted elsewhere, he never once compromised who he is. Mm-hmm. He like, is who we think he is. And I hope he always will be. And, and I, I know hope, he always will be. And I, and I hope that whenever he can no longer do it, somebody picks up the mantle for how far he carried it. Because that's mm-hmm. that's one of the most important things. Because all of the good stuff he's doing that he continues to do that we don't ever even hear about. Like, we would have never heard about this these turkeys in Hawaii. Like, come on now. But, like, whatever he's doing, somebody else needs to come up behind him and keep it going when he can no longer run it. Run with I agree. It, so. I agree. But I want him to choose who that is, too, because he's going to be the the one to know. Oh, it got to be somebody from the town. Oh, it has to be someone from the town. But he'll I think he'll know the right person to pass the torch to. But I, th- I, think I, I hope he's out here like Bill Russell, just like, yeah, I'm still here at, you know, near <laughs> 90, just still doing what I need to do, taking care of the people. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And it's, it's almost like he's probably going to be able to do it at a level that most people can't in today's era because he isn't trying to be seen. Yeah. He's just trying to be Sean. Yeah, because if somebody comes on and be like, Marshall Lynch, what have you been up to? He could like open 17 orphanages in the last decade. Where have you been? He'd be like, oh. That, that, I mean, I, I he'd never do it because he is humble about those types of things. I would love to see some media member that's trying to clown on him mm-hmm. for the past or whatever. And him just be like, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this, I've done that, I've done that and just run through it all and just watch them sit there in silence. Yeah, and just shit on them by accident. Yeah. yeah. Like that could be accident. dope, man. And I and I think that that's that's the kind of stuff that we need. We need people who are real about it. Like, mm-hmm. like he's he probably wouldn't do it, but so I hope somebody actually does it for him. I would love it if somebody came out with a with a book like the Mamba Mentality book, but oh, Marshawn Lynch. I would read but it like a lot of pictures, a lot of back in like a day and a half. Yeah, a lot of posts, a lot of pictures, a lot of people talking about him because he doesn't really want to talk about himself that much like that. Because I think that people need I know he doesn't care or I don't believe he cares about the publicity, but I think it's important. The publicity is really important because it will enlighten somebody else to follow Mm -hmm. his path. I agree. I agree. Well, you know, to wrap it up. Unlike Pete Carroll. (laughs) <laughs> let, let, let's give it to Sean give him his roses and let him run with it we absolutely, out absolutely and, and never forget we bought that action balls take care of your chicken <laughs>